The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good day, and welcome to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by www.us.cision.com, whose world-famous Bacon's Media Database is updated more than 10,000 times per day. Take your PR to the next level. Now, here's your host, Maureen Kettis. Hello, the views and ideas expressed by me are not the views and ideas expressed by me. <laughs> I finally listened to that disclaimer anyway. Um, today's all about Hollywood and, and you know, something that I don't delve into. So, uh, and I'm here in L.A., which is so bizarre because everybody seems to be in it, and I'm not. So I'm not cool, but I've got the, two of the coolest guests on. Um, they are Hollywood's top behind-the-scenes specialists. I've got Michael Tolberg and Lisa J. Davis. Tolberg is an entertainment photographer for Getty Images, and his work appears everywhere. Rolling Stone, Spin, 17, he's... Had, he's uh, got the Tonight Show, Oprah, Ellen, Chanel, Perfume. He does glamour photography, fashion photography, and you can find more about him on www.michaeltolberg, with two L's, T-U-L-L-B-E-R-G.com. And my second guest is Lisa J. Davis of J Associates. It's J-J-E-Y hyphen associates.com. She's a marketing expert, a publicist, and author, and she's the owner of J Associates, and they specialize in models, actors, writers, and producers, and she's come up with some really cool ideas for sort of how to publicists can survive and clients in the new economy. It's called the PR Stimulus Package, and it includes Red Carpet Express PR and on-the-spot PR, as well as other things, and we'll hear more about that. And she also blogs at mischievous.com, which is based on her uh, book, her uh, award-winning book, Mischievous in Hollywood. Welcome, Lisa and Michael. Hi there. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's interesting that I've got one person, I was you know, re- reviewing the show beforehand, I was like, one person's a photographer, one person's a publicist, and I thought, well, how, how do you guys know each other? How are you related? And how are you, why are the two of you on my show? No. <laughs> we actually hardly know each other. Um, we uh, um, met on, on the red carpet, basically. You know, I tend to like to get to the events early, meet the photographers, um, make sure I kind of get the lay of the land, and um, I met Michael, got his card, and just kind of kept in touch. And um, I'm a I'm a consummate networker. I always keep um, contact information and follow up afterward. And um, when this um, opportunity came up, I thought, you know, this would be an interesting angle. I think to talk about. So I thought of Michael. But does it does it help to have to show respect to the photographers? Do you get your clients more coverage that way? Do you think? Oh, I mean, that, I personally, when, I think whenever publicists show respect for photographers, I mean, we always appreciate it. And yes, I mean, it, when that connection is made, you know, it, when um, future events come up, you know, it's always great when the, the publicist and the photographer already have a relationship because that means that that event is going to probably go that much smoother and get, you know, much better results in the end. And does it get better results for the client, though? I mean... Because isn't it, isn't ultimately the, it's the decision of the magazine that's buying the pictures? Well, yes, 
I mean, it's the the magazines and the internet sites and you know and all that. They have the final say, of course, because they're the one who are ultimately forking over the money. You know, right. All this, but um, but you know, it's much easier when there there is an existing relationship that usually means that you know sometimes the you know, publicist will be able to give the photographer you know the best spot on the line or give you know. Coming down, you know when a celebrity is or isn't going to arrive, and you know, and all that sort of. Stuff. And you can push their client maybe a little bit with your buyers, right? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, wow. So, um, and what was your background before, uh, Michael? I'll start with you, and then Lisa. I want to hear about your background before. Okay. Well, my background actually before this is uh, I first came to Hollywood in '91, and I was actually uh, working on the production side of the business for four years. And, oh wow! Yeah, I did everything from the tiniest little production assistant job up through sound, you know, booming. I ended up being a producer's assistant for a while and stuff. And um, it was great, but I ultimately figured out that that side of the business wasn't really for me, mm-hmm. you know. And so uh, about the tail end of that, I discovered that I had a talent for photography. And so I started shooting in the various L.A. nightclubs mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, I did develop my talent from there. And uh, after several years of shooting in the music business, which I still do, it's not just for Getty that I shoot, you know, I have music clients as well, Um, you know, I found uh, that, uh, you know, entertainment photography and music photography in some ways are very similar, and I had a friend at the time who was working at Getty, so he recommended me, and we hooked up, and uh, that's been pretty much the story ever since. And I love your, I mean, I I was just, you know, looking at your site, and I love how you capture um, a lot of the candids that you had with the celebrities. Are just, I mean, that picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger was just amazing. <laughs> that picture of De Niro where he's sort of, you know, looking off. It just really oh, yeah, between person. Drew Barrymore and Kate yeah. Beckinsale, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, Lisa, tell me about your background a little bit, and then we'll get into what you're doing now. Okay. Um, well, you know, I've, I've been doing kind of business and uh, marketing and PR for many years. And uh, But what uh, the background that you're probably interested in is I kind of took a segue a few years back, and it's interesting to hear Michael's because it's very similar. We probably did meet or at least cross paths because I did um, television production and um, more specifically talent management for MTV, VH1, uh, CBS for the Super Bowl, Motown, for all kinds of one-hour specials like, uh, let's say, movie awards, uh, video music awards, those types of things, I would work in the talent management department. And I worked with all of the A-listers and in terms of getting them to uh, either to the red carpet, making sure they you know, know where they're supposed to be, getting them credentialed, show, having them show up, knowing where they need to be, getting them to teleprompter, all that sort of thing. And um, kind of just learn the ropes of all of that. And um, like Michael, I kind of realized, you know, I really love the business, um, but... I, I like more of the creativity side, and um, so it was great. It was a fun, very exciting time in my life, and, uh, but I'm, uh, I was definitely low man on the totem pole, especially at a time when the business was, um, has been struggling, you know, mm-hmm. it was back in, right after 9-11. And uh, so I kind of just really yearned to get back to do what I do best, which is spinning, <laughs> spinning stories <laughs> and marketing, so... So, so let's talk about the economy because you brought it up. What changes have you both seen since 
you know, since the economy took, how how has your business changed? At least I want to get into you second because I think you have you've created all these these different stimulus plans. But Michael, what have you seen as a difference, just sort of on the line or from companies that are buying your pictures? For well, it's there's a couple of uh, aspects to it. One was that uh, when the economy a couple of years ago really started to tank, there was a drop in the total number of celebrity events being done, meaning movie premieres or celebrity mixers, benefits, you know, all of that sort of thing. And so there was just a drop in overall volume Mm -hmm. of sales because of that, you know. Um, But, of course, that wasn't just the case in the entertainment business. I mean, that was the case in just about every kind of business. Right, 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 yeah. But we don't think of it, you know, as lay people, we don't think of that. Right. And and the other thing was that uh, with that drop of business, also there was a similar uh, drop in pricing of sales, you know, from magazines and websites and TV shows. That that also took a dip, you know. But oh, so again, they, they are not paying as much for the pictures that they do get. In some cases, no, they're not. Um, internet especially, there's there's very little money um, in Internet uh, sales for photography. I mean, unless you've got really, you know, the, the end-all of be-all shots, you know, something like that. So but what did you do? Did you have to resort to being, you know, like paparazzi standing up? No, the there are a lot of my colleagues who have gone down that route, and that's something that I quite honestly refuse to do. I mean, I really, I've known many paparazzi over the years, and it's just not a lifestyle that I can get into. I mean, it's, in some ways it can be very predatory, you know, yeah. and that's, that's just not me. It's just not me as a person. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had people on here arguing that, um, you know, from big paparazzi agencies, arguing that it's... Um, that you know, being a paparazzi is no different than being a news photographer. <laughs> you know, that's sort of their take. That's well, they justify it. It is a little bit different. I suppose that's true, but you know, yeah. it's but incidentally, though, the the rates for paparazzi shots have also taken big dips. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, a few years ago, a shot that could have been, you know, a ten or fifteen thousand dollars shot is now a two to five thousand dollars shot. Wow. Well, well, and also when there's more people doing it, I think the price goes down too, right? Cause that too, yeah. I mean, there was a huge, in this last decade, I mean, there was just a huge influx of paparazzi, you know, coming in here. Um, and uh, it just, and this was what's led to, you know, a lot of uh, very dangerous situations in some cases. You know, fleets of paparazzi chasing people, you know, like Britney Spears and whatever, causing huge traffic problems and stuff. And it was actually kind of a miracle that in some of these cases nobody got, you know, seriously injured or killed. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, I think we've had incidents about, you know, Lady Diana, right? I mean, that well, was, yeah. Yeah, was of the course. worst. So. Yeah, that was, that, yeah, that unfortunately set the benchmark for that sort of thing. So, so Lisa, you noticed, you know, obviously like all the rest of us, you've noticed this dip in the economy and, um, we're going to get we're going to take a break in about 2 minutes but as I want to get started on the conversation before the break and that is you know what made you realize you, you had to do this PR stimulus package well it was you know for me it was kind of serendipitous i had a, a quite large corporate account that saw the the effects of the economy and cut back and i was one of the cutbacks you know i mean they and it was not just um it was happening across the board in corporate America. You know, marketing professionals, mid-level management types of people were being cut back. And um, and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I found my, my biggest client tapering back, tapering back, and finally they had to let me go. Yeah. And um, at the same time, I happened to be dating an actor in Hollywood who's a working what? actor. What? 
Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. <laughs> Morning. And I know. Wow, is that amazing. How'd you meet an actor in Hollywood? <laughs> but um, anyway, he is a working actor, and for over you know many, many years, I don't want to age myself here, but he is very talented and never had a publicist. And um, so I started kind of toying with some things with his career, and it just was amazing to see, but somebody like him, who is a bit player, does, you know, episodic TV or whatever, really doesn't have the budget for, you know, the Tom Cruise level right. publicist. Mm-hmm. Most people don't, and there are thousands of people in this industry that really could benefit from some aspects. So that was kind of where I started, you know, kind of tinkering around and seeing what the need might be and what, you know, what we could do to kind of, that would be the most beneficial for people that are not the A-list celebrities but could use this kind of a service. So that's kind of where I... So you I found a I niche think. and you filled it. All right, well, we're going to have to take a break, and when we come back we'll hear more from Michael Tulberg, michaeltulberg.com, that's with two L's, and Lisa J. Davis, and that's uh, J. Associates, and it's J-E-Y hyphen associates.com. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at vertexpr.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Don't be manipulated, brainwashed, and controlled by the cartel-based money crooks. It's time to wake up, America. Join host Scott Leifer for a program about the truth, the truth that these scheming money crooks don't want you to hear. You need to get this information so that you can be empowered and not badgered by the media. Tune in to Wake Up America and Find Your Why with Scott Leifer. Broadcasting live every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. What is whole person healing via body, via mind, and via spirit? It's a dedication to the widest selection of healing practices worldwide whenever possible. Hosted by Professor Rustam Roy, a noted material scientist and the founder of Friends of Health, who will be here each weekend with the most in-depth information about whole person healing from the world's leading practitioners, spokespersons, and major supporters for this viewpoint. Tune in every Saturday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. And welcome back again. I'm on with Michael Tolberg. You can find him at michaeltolberg.com and Lisa J. Davis at jassociates.com. Welcome back, guys. Hello. So we're talking about, you know, bad economy and how we're all surviving and getting back, and I think the economy is starting to turn around, but it's a slow, painful process. And Lisa, you came up with this PR stimulus package, so you just started talking about it before the break. So tell me about um, helping people who are sort of, we don't want to call them B-list or C-list, but, you know, they're not quite on the A-list, so they can't afford the big campaign, but you come up, you came up with Red Carpet Express PR. What is that? Well, Red Carpet Express PR is simply um, a service where I will, and it depends on the client, I'll sub- whether or not I even take them, um, because of things that have to do with, you know, the relationship with the event planners, the publicists that are hosting the events, the photographers, you want to make sure you have t- people on the red carpet that, are, that should be there. Um, but I, I came up with this, and basically all I do is um, I kind of come up, uh, I sign myself up on IMDb and all the different sites as their publicist of record, and then I submit them to events depending on what their niche is. You know, I had one client for a time who was a comedian, and he mm-hmm. still is, and he wanted to go to comedy-based sort of events, and that actually worked really well for him, and that, I think that was one of those events was where I met Michael. Um, it was a Silly Walks event over at oh, uh, Universal yeah. City, Monty Python kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he actually got a lot of um, traction from that, that single event. And um, basically, the Red Carpet Express is I submit them to the events, I show up, I escort them, I get them interviewed if, they're, if that's, you know, happening there. And um, that's it. There's no press releases, nothing like that. They just maintain a visibility. And you, so you keep, a tra- you keep track of what's happening event-wise and just submit them on that. Yep, exactly. Right. And, um, and Michael, for you, you know, what makes a good event, you know, as far as publicist delivering results is concerned? What do you, when you well, it's, there's a couple of things. First of all, it should be noted that there's a, a difference between the actor's publicist and an event publicist. Mm-hmm. The event publicist is the one who's actually running the show. Right. And um, the key to that is to make sure that the event publicist maintains control of the red carpet yeah. because sometimes that carpet can get, you know, clogged with, you know, celebrities trying to you know, just get on there and get noticed, and particularly, particularly the lower-level ones who are really, you know, in some cases desperately trying to get, you know, exposure. Right. And so they'll just flood the carpet, and it becomes impossible for me as a photographer sometimes to deliver the results the magazines and everybody else want. You right. know? So the fact, if we've got an event publicist that is, you know, in control and keeps things flowing at a good, you know, regular level, or rate rather, um, that, makes, that can make all the difference in the world. 
Um, What's an embarrassing thing that's happened in, in terms of, you know, not to you, but, I mean, in terms of celebrity, you know, some is there some B-list star doing something and then some A-list star shows up? And have you, can you remember any funny stories or either of you that have happened on the red carpet that are sort of <laughs> embarrassing snafus? Little bit, yeah. uh, well, biggest snafus, as far as I'm concerned, as as far as celebrities go, is that when they um, aren't really composed on the carpet. I mean, and I can understand why this can happen because sometimes, particularly at larger events, you know, you'll have a wall of photographers, you know, out there, uh-huh. and that's kind of you see on, you know, ET and the Insider and all that, uh-huh. and um, you know, and they're all yelling at, at the thing, you know, look over here, look over here, because we're all trying to get eye contact, you know, right. from them, and. Um, and sometimes the celeb will just kind of like, you know, um, not quite shrink on the carpet, but they'll, their eyes will be darting everywhere. They lose composure and all that. And so that can be, and that can show sometimes. And when it does show, you know, that's very bad for that particular, you know, uh, actor or actress. And well, my heart so goes how out. do you deal with a celebrity that doesn't like to do the red carpet, but they need to? Well, you just <laughs> try to handle them with kid gloves when the, you know, the, uh, when that's appropriate. You know, I mean, there's some actors that will just, you know, practically, like, run up the carpet. And in that case, you just start shooting and hope you get something. Oh, because they, they just hate it. Yeah. There's so some... what do you do? How do you train your clients that they have to stand there and pose? Well, uh, that's kind of a catch-22. <laughs> My <laughs> clients, you know, I, I don't rep, uh, you know, some of the A-list stars that, that we're talking about that, that can afford and to, to dodge Photographers, because you know they're they've kind of arrived on the other side of the hill where everybody wants to take their photo and they don't want them to. Um, but uh, you know, for like my red carpet express clients, these people realize the importance, so they're gonna go. But there is a certain amount of like you teach them. You know, you don't go to red carpet without knowing what you're there for. What's the event? Who's you know if it's a premiere? Who's the director? What else has he done? Who are the who are the principals in the cast? What have they done? What's the storyline of the movie? You know, whatever. So that if you do get interviewed or whatever, you're prepared. Mm-hmm. Photography, for stills, I'm very clear. You pay attention to and move slowly and keep your composure. Nobody's going to bite your head off. You just remain calm. Do some serious looks. Do some smiling. But enjoy yourself and breathe. <laughs> and that's kind of my thing, especially for new clients. You know, and especially new timer, new first comers to the red carpet sort of thing. It's like just breathe and just enjoy yourself. This is your moment. You know, right, when I've seen it, I always think how you know it looks so fake the way that, especially with the actresses, and they kind of pose and hold, and then they move, and but they, but that's how they get that's how they get to look good in every picture. Well, yeah. well, and and you know, and not everyone listens. Uh, case in point, you know. Uh, you see photos all the time on the you know National Enquirer or whatever, and those are photos that they may even be from a red carpet. You see the step and repeat paper behind the, the person, and it's a horrible photo because they're just you know they're caught looking to the next photographer or whatever, and you just can't guarantee that every photo that surfaces is going to be perfect. But you know that's the only way you can you have to kind of train them. And what should they avoid doing on the red carpet? Are there any like top this that you give, you know, don't do this, don't do that? I'm more like about what to wear, what not to wear. I tell, I, I'm really big with, because I've had a couple of, of clients that have kind of modeling backgrounds, and they're real big at kind of doing the poses and the thing, and you know, with the arms on the hips, and the, you know, which is fine. It's just, you know, loosen up a little, don't be so stiff. 
mm-hmm. but also then I, it goes the other way. I have some clients that go crazy on the red carpet. A lot of the comedians think that this is their little platform to do their physical comedy or something. Oh. <laughs> and, so, you know, sometimes that's great, depending on the event. Well, it's it really video, depends. but it's still a <laughs> take your Take the context of the event and, you know, um, and respect the event and the red carpet and what, what you're there for. Yeah, you don't do shtick at the Sophie's Choice on the red carpet. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, in terms of embarrassing experiences you mentioned, I actually um, had a client... For me, it was more, I was embarrassed for the other publicists. You know, Michael was talking about some people that don't want to go and rush or they get, you know, overwhelmed and, and they, you know, cave in or whatever. But um, I am, I, you know, I'm ne- it never ceases to amaze me how so many publicists think that they're the only ones there and not just the publicists, but that their client is the most important. And they might be. But my rule of thumb is all, you know, do unto others kind of thing. Like, down the road, I don't want this somebody that I just cut off and elbowed out of the way to get my client in front of their client. I don't want them to come, you know, I don't want to need something from them down the road yeah. and have them remember that I was the one who, you know, pushed them out of the way at the red carpet. And I've seen that so many times, especially at the big events. Oh, yes. Like, you know, the daytime Emmys, the primetime Emmys, all of those. And... um crazy. Michael, you've seen that too? Oh, yeah. I mean, mean, the thing is, I mean, what a lot of people that live outside of Hollywood don't understand is that, as the saying goes, this is a very small town, you know, and people have long memories here, Mm -hmm. and especially, you know, if they feel they've been slighted in some way. And so, like Lisa says, you know, you don't want to do something that's going to, you know, going to, down the road is going to become an obstacle, you know, for you. That's true for publicists, and it's also true for photographers. I mean, you know, the photography community here in Hollywood is very, very small. I mean, we run into the same people from different agencies over and photo agencies over and over again. And so, you know, it's, sometimes it's tough when we have very limited space on that carpet, you know, and we're all, like, squashed in there like sardines. And, uh, you know, and, you know, just sometimes it's just a little thing as, you know, your elbow sticking into somebody else's gut you know, that they're going to remember, even if you can't help that, you know. <laughs> what do you do when the celebrity, and I'm just remembering because I, I worked on one, I try to stay away from celebrities, but um, I did this one sort of event, and then it was, uh, was sort of a favor because I was friends with a celebrity, and she, she was a pretty famous person. And she wrote a book, and then she did this uh, event here, and I helped her with, you know, the event and also the red carpet thing. But then she shows up like an hour and a half late for her own event, Oh, that that drives us crazy. That, yeah. that, that really drives us. But crazy. what is that? I mean, all the photographers are out there freezing. Yeah, it's it's sometimes it comes. And she's down famous, to... but not that famous. You know, she's not a list, but she's everybody knows who she is. You know, and it was just. Yeah. What do you do with that? You you just keep your cool, and you know, and you wait as long as you think is a reasonable amount of time for them to show up, and sometimes they'll, they'll take even longer. I mean, it, it depends on the level of celebrity too. I mean. I remember a couple of years ago, I was doing an event uh, in Hollywood at the Avalon nightclub, and this one actress who I shall uh, <laughs> she'll remain nameless here, but she at the time she was a very hot young A-list you know television actress, and she showed up to this event like about two hours late, 
And her publicist, I mean, and, and God bless her publicist, I mean, she was like wringing her hands and going, you know, where the hell is she, you know? And she was being so apologetic and so accommodating to us photographers. And so when her client finally did show up, I mean, and she took her aside, and I don't know what she said to her, but, I mean, I think she must have tore her a new one or something because <laughs> that actress went right up onto the carpet, was completely workable, and, you know, I mean, she did everything we asked her to do and all that. And this is at a time when she had a reputation for being very difficult. Oh, so, well, she obviously is. I mean, I, I don't get I, I think they think that there's so, someone told them that they're supposed to be late or something. But anyway, <laughs> well, we're going to have to stop and take another break. And when we come back, we'll talk more about the red carpet and other wonderful Hollywood things. I love all these stories. Michael Tolberg and Lisa J. Davis are my guests, and they'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Stocks, bonds, investment opportunities, financial news, and talk. We can help. Call us now toll-free, 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Never be satisfied. Let that be a lesson you take away from Double Time with Double D, featuring businessman and former NFL star Dave Duerson. We'll talk about the NFL with special focuses on the game itself, and Double D will take your calls and answer your emails live on the show. It's not Football 101, but rather an in-depth look in the locker room, on the field, away from the field, and opening up the mind of the player. The program will also feature positive messages. So tune in to Double Time with Double D, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to get freed up? Join Dr. Jennifer Freed, one of America's leading psychological thinkers, for a groundbreaking program with fascinating guests and full participation from you. Freed Up will explore topics like liberation in long-term relationships, parenting in the 21st century, comfort in stressful times, and much more. Tune in to Freed Up every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and wake up to the heartbeat of your life. America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're 
listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. I'm on with Michael Tolberg and Lisa J. Davis, and we're talking carpet and Hollywood and all the exciting stuff because my life is so boring. <laughs> um, so uh, I got some questions from uh, listeners, and I want to uh, read them to you. Lisa, one question for you um, is, how do you think publicists get their clients into the big red carpet events? I don't know if we can answer that. But. Mm. Well, there's many factors. It, it uh it depends on the client, um, first and foremost. What have they done? What are they currently doing? Um, but, you know, it, and it depends on the event. And not just the event, but who's organizing it, who is the benefit for. You know, there are any number of ways. If it's a cancer benefit and my client happens to be a big supporter and, and can document, you know, and I can say, hey, she's, she's on the, your board, you know, or whatever, and um, that sort of thing, or if I happen to know the event planner, the publicist that's doing the event. Um, but half the time it's just a formal submission. I give them a little blurb, and here's a little photo of what she looks like or he or she looks like, and here's what they've cur- they're currently known for and that sort of thing. And generally it's not a problem. The big events, they're very selective, and not just... Um, you know, award shows or that sort of thing, but premieres as well. It's it's primary cast and some crew and, you know, producers, directors, their friends and family, that sort of thing, and not even for red carpet, but into the premiere. So in that sense, it depends on how many seats they have and, and all that sort of thing as well. But the premiere has a red carpet, right? I mean, it has the premiere a- has a red carpet, but um, they don't just let people come and do red carpet at a premiere and not go to the movie. You know, it's not like, yeah, they can come do red carpet, but I can't let them into the movie. Yeah. So if the if the theater's full, that, you know, because there's so many friends and family invited and that sort of thing, that limits the red carpet even further. So it really, really depends. Now, if you are happen to have, you know, in publicity, it's also who else you represent. And if I happen to know the producer and he knows I represent somebody that he wants for his next movie, he's going to put my people on his mm. list, you know. And that sort of thing. So, it's like a photographic memory. Both of you do for, I mean, photographic memory. You have a memory for faces and names and what. And well, what. not necessarily. No? But I do remember, I remember where I met people. And I'm honest. I'm very, I don't play games. And I'll be like, you know, God, I, I remember I met you and we spoke about this and blah, blah, blah. But I am so sorry. I'm bad with names. And people are usually pretty, pretty good unless they, they're bigger than themselves in, you know, in their mind. And, Michael, you have to, you have to recognize faces i mean oh yeah and 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 there's such an enormous amount of actors and actresses in this town that you know there's no way that you can remember them all i mean it's just impossible this is why you know on the line you know sometimes we'll be you know with my colleagues on the line we'll be like you know who is that what was she in you know and Mm -hmm. you know all of that and we generally all help each other Mm -hmm. because even though we work for different agencies this is Mm -hmm. in a sense a very collaborative environment and we're all there for the same reasons and we don't really want to necessarily, you know, screw each other over just for the sake of, you know, you know, one photograph. I remember I had a, I, when I first got, I moved to Los Angeles, a, a friend of mine 
was was a pretty big director, and he said, would you like to join me at this uh, premiere? And I said, sure. And I walk out, and everyone's like, who is that? Who is she? Who is that? Who is she? And somebody goes, she's nobody. Oh. And they all went up, and I'm thinking, I am somebody. Yeah. I am somebody. <laughs> I am somebody. So, uh, Michael, I got a question for you from a listener. What are some of the biggest, I hope this is not embarrassing, but what are some of the biggest sales you've gotten from your photographs? I think they want to know how much you made. Um, the biggest sales. Well, there was there's a, a couple that immediately come to mind. One was of uh, when I was fortunate enough to uh, catch Elizabeth Taylor when she was coming out of a West Hollywood nightclub. Yeah, I was there to shoot a fashion thing there, and she was there beforehand just to, you know, put put back a few martinis or something. I don't know, but but she was there. And uh, you got the shot on your website where she's in like a flowery outfit. Yes, that's the one. She looks yeah. like deranged in that picture. She <laughs> looks elegant. I mean, she looks like a crazy lady you'd see in the grocery store. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, she's definitely not a crazy lady. I can tell you that. <laughs> but uh, she, but uh, you know, the owner came out and said, you want to get her when she's coming into her car? I said, you know, absolutely. And so wow. that, that picture ran, you know, over and over and over again in all over the place for months, you know, because nice. because she's, you know, a massive international star. Right. Um, another one that comes Her crazy outfit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the, another one that comes to mind is the one that happened with Chanel. Um, I was at this small um, event for women in broadcasting mm-hmm. and stuff, and um, the actress Diane Kruger showed up mm-hmm. for that, and, um, and so I snapped a picture of her and, you know, posted it, and I thought, you know, maybe I'll get a little bit of money out of that, and then I get a statement from Getty, um, and on there it says $1,000 for one headshot. <laughs> and nice. Wow. Yeah, and that was, uh, so that was, uh, I guess she's a spokesmodel for Chanel or something like that, I don't know, but... Um, but, you know, that was a big surprise. Very pleasant surprise, I might Nice, add. nice. And do you always walk around with a camera? You mean like all, 24-7? No. It's, when I'm working, I'm definitely working. And when I'm not, I'm definitely not. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. So, um, uh, Lisa, I want to go back to um, some of your – you have this other program called uh, On the Spot and Mini PR. Can you tell us what those are? Well, basically, all of these are part of my PR stimulus packages. You know, each of them are. Um, They're just kind of steps up. Um, The mini PR is for the actor similar to Red Carpet Express, but they are working a little more regularly, and they just want to capitalize on it. They want to try and get interviewed on the radio shows and, you know, whatever, uh, the blogs. So they pay you per person? Placement? Is that how it goes? Well, no. The mini PR is just a, it's a retainer, and it's just kind of like, sort of like a part-time sort of PR where I will actually um, evaluate all of their stuff. We'll put together a, a press kit, which is actually a separate fee. But once they're all set up and good to go, then we do, we, we come up with milestones of what we want to achieve in their, with their PR. Mm-hmm. They want to be in, you know, they want to be in a regional magazine, you know, at some point, and they want to do, you know, so we make a target list, and we start writing press releases based on their newest, you know, show they're going to be on, and that sort of thing, and we issue, and we distribute those, and that sort of thing, but it's it's on a minor, you know, it's a mini scale, so there may be, in a three-month period, one or two press releases, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. It's mm-hmm. very, it's kind of like PR light, mm-hmm. and then um, the on-the-spot PR is for, you know, organizations, events, films, people as well um, that have a play 
or an opening or whatever. And they don't want to be on a retainer for six months or a year. They just want you to publicize, you know, they start in this little mini movie and, they, and what can we do for them for that? Mm-hmm. And it's a one-time thing and, you know, whatever it is. I had one guy who was the producer um, of a beach movie that went straight to, or it was having a re-release of the DVD or something, and he wanted to, a beach volleyball movie, and he wanted to, um, you know, just do a press release on it. We'll do that. I mean, it's, it's not the most effective um, use of PR to just do one, but a lot of people don't ever do anything. So I kind of had to take the devil's advocate side for myself and say, look, if, if they're doing a little bit, if, even if it's just one thing here and there and, you know, they mm-hmm. don't get a whole lot, that's fine, but at least they're starting to get their feet wet and they understand. And in my mind, these are contacts that it's like the doctor, the, what is it, the cosmetic surgeons that give away free Botox and then the lady maybe will go back and get the facelift or whatever. That's what I do. I don't give it away because it's not that cheap to do on-the-spot PR, but it is cheaper than having a monthly bill that you have to pay. Right. Michael, um, you do some work in, in uh, music, and how does that differ from your... Um, in, well, in some ways it's similar um, in the sense that when I'm shooting like a concert, um, we generally have very, a very limited time at most of the time to shoot it. There's a, a rule in the business, in the music business, called the three-song rule, which means that you can only shoot the first three songs of a show and then you know, you're hustled out of the photographer's pit or wherever you are. So in that respect, I, you know, I have to be in there and just start shooting like mad and you know, trying to get the best angles you know, and all that, and, you know, and of course, it's a bit different than the red carpet, because a lot of groups, you know, you have musicians running around all over the stage, and so it becomes, you know, it's a real test of how quickly can you set up the shot, you know, and, and still make it look good and dramatic and get that real kind of, you know, like Rolling Stone, you know, kind of image. Raw, raw looking. So, you know, it's... Um, you know, and sometimes, you know, musicians can be, you know, if you're backstage with them, they can be very, uh, you know, mercurial, like celebrities. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn to deal with that, you know, as mm-hmm. a photographer as well. It's not just a question of getting the shot. It's making yourself, or making the celebrity, rather, or the musician comfortable with you so that you can get that shot that's going to, you know, end up printed somewhere or, <laughs> or at the very least put a very nice spot on my Now, are you phone. always doing live events or are you sometimes doing... Uh, you know, posed. Uh, oh, I do both. But you mean studio stuff? Yeah, studio stuff with with music or or even celebrities. Well, I don't do a lot of um, studio stuff with celebrities. I do more with musicians. Uh-huh. And um, so, and some, and most of the time, actually, I prefer to take them out of the studio and bring them out into you know the open environment and do stuff in and around you know L.A. and stuff mm-hmm. because if for no other reason, there are so many spectacular locations uh-huh. in and around L.A. that make for you know, great backgrounds and great ambience, and all that, and can—that's the kind of thing that can really add something to, you know, a uh, a musician's, you know, picture. <laughs> well, we're going to have to stop in a minute and take a break. But when I, we come back, I want to talk about your fashion photography, mm-hmm. and Lisa, I want to talk about some of your other non-celebrity clients and how you deal. How do you just, you know, uh, juxtapose the two? So we'll be back after a word uh, after this message.
market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Webster's Dictionary defines a vertex as the highest point, the summit. The word vertex is derived from Latin, meaning to turn or to spin. If you have a product or service that needs exposure to a desired marketplace, shouldn't the idea be to reach the summit? To turn the tide of public opinion in your favor? To put some positive spin on so that success is in your future? If you run a major corporation and pay for expensive in-house public relations services, or if you're working from home yet need to know how to promote your new product or service, or if you fall somewhere in between, Vertex Communications, a public relations firm, is here to turn the tide on public opinion for you and your product. Vertex Communications, helping you communicate to the Vertex. Contact Vertex Communications at VertexPR.com to get an honest, straightforward assessment of your PR profile and a plan that will work for you, not against you. That's V-E-R-T-E-X-P-R.com. Communicate to the Vertex. Do you need directions to solid financial future? If so, the Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with a roadmap to making smart money decisions in every area of your personal finances. Join Jordan every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 3 p.m. Eastern for the Money Answer Show on the Voice America Business Channel. Learn how and where to get the best deals on mortgages, cars, and insurance. Find out the best ways to save for college and retirement. Get out of debt, improve your credit rating, and save on your taxes. The Money Answer Show with Jordan Goodman will provide you with great tips on investment opportunities in real estate, stocks, annuities, and other investment vehicles. That's the Money Answers Show with Jordan Goodman on the Voice America Business Channel every Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Holistic living is nutrition for not just your body, but your mind and your soul. Holistic nutrition goes far beyond the foods that we eat or the supplements that we take. Discover natural means to heal your body and regain your innate healing powers. That's Holistic Living with Tina Marie Jones on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Tune in for your weekly dose of good holistic living. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. Listening to PR Insider with your host Maureen Kettis, brought to you by Cision on the web at us.cision.com. Maureen and her guests would love to hear from you during the live show. Please call in to 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also email your questions to be addressed on the show. Send your email to Maureen at prinsider.biz. That's Maureen at prinsider.biz. Now, back to the show. Welcome back again, and I'm learning so much about celebrities and photographers and what they go through on the red carpet. And um, Michael, uh, we were on with Michael Tolberg, by the way, MichaelTolberg.com, if you're um, just tuned in. And Michael, tell, tell us about your fashion photography business side and how that works. Well, fashion is in some ways very different from the celebrity kind of things because you know that is mostly studio stuff or location and. Um, it's we have a much more of a one-on-one connection, you know, with the person that you're photographing because you're trying to elicit some sort of look or response or anything, something like that. You know, um, it's not just a question of like 
were on the line yelling, you know, Brittany, look over here. You know, it's it's not like that at all. Um, it's uh, and of course, there's all different aspects of fashion. You know, I mean, there's you know for clothing, and then there's just for like you know beauty. I'm talking like you know makeup and you know headshots and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, it's you have to develop a rapport with the person who's in, in front of you. I mean, in, in a sense, sometimes it can become very uh, intimate and sometimes it can become downright comical. I mean, like a very, like, Austin Powers, you know, kind of thing. You know, like, yeah, baby, me. yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it, it, that definitely pops up from time to time. Look at me like you want to shag me, baby. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> so, Lisa, um... Well, before we get on, I want to talk, hear a little bit about some of your non-celebrity clients, but before we do, just tell me about Mischievous in Hollywood. Tell us about that. <laughs> well, it's actually uh, uh yet unpublished book that I wrote. It's actually a memoir. Um, I It was right after I got divorced and um, was living, had been living in Orange County, moved up to L.A., and started working in television uh, doing, you know, running around on uh, around red carpets and A-list celebrities, and um, so that's kind of what the book is about. My post-divorce kind of frolicking in L.A., but also the behind-the-scenes um, at, at some of these great TV, you know, television um, network events, you know. And um, so I wrote this book, and it actually, the original title, which I think may have impacted the award, <laughs> was MILF This! Exclamation point, Confessions of a Hot Mama. <laughs> because I was hearing people say, you know, I, here I was, you know, at the time my, my son was um, still in high school, and, and I remember I'd be at a nightclub or something, not even a nightclub, I'd be at a pub or whatever, having drinks with friends, and the bartender would be like, you know, wow, you are you have a kid that's, you know, this age? Do, do, do his friends call you a MILF? And I'm like, what the heck is a MILF, you know? <laughs> and um, so I, I did some research, and I, I just thought it was hilarious. And so there's parts of that, you know, how that story and, and how a boyfriend at the time said, oh, yeah, dude, you're totally a MILF. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not a dude. <laughs> And I don't know what a MILF is. But anyway, that's what the book is about. And um, I wrote it, and I submitted it. You know, the New York Book Festival, a couple others. It, it won, you know, it placed in a couple other um, festivals. But, but it won the um, best unpublished manuscript at the New York Book Festival. Which yes, amazing. it did. You blog at mischievous.com. It's M-S-chievous. It's C-H-E-E-V-I-O-U-S.com. Yes. Wonderful. That's real. I have to go read that. That's <laughs> and and that's not the book. That's just um, it's more current. It's real time, real time mischievous <laughs> uh-huh. thoughts of your life in L.A. Just, yeah, yeah. I like that. That's nice. You know, there's more to we publicists than just spinning other people's stories. We like to spin our own too. We have a few of our own. I know. <laughs> so tell me about some of your. Um, you have quite a portfolio of business and corporate PR, and and, and how how are you able to the two? Well, you know, in my mind, PR is PR. And it's all about what's the target, what's the goal. And I'm not just doing PR. I mean, I don't just do PR. I also have quite a, a portfolio of marketing and branding that I've done for clients. Mm-hmm. So that, I, that always comes into play. I can't separate the two. So I, even when I'm talking to somebody just for mini PR that's an actress or an aspiring actress and she's done a couple little things, it's all about the branding. 
who are you? Who do you want to be seen as? And then putting that together and packaging. And, um, and then the PR happens. And that's, as it happens, you report it kind of a thing. And um, so, but it's the same thing with, with corporate. You know, you have, you know, the branding, the imaging, the messaging, and then you, you issue press releases and, and, you know, put on events or whatever it is that you're doing to promote the product or the service or the person or whatever. Um, I just see it all as the same thing in the sense. Now, there's different skittish idiosyncrasies to the people in the entertainment industry and right. the politics of it and that sort of thing. But um, other than that, it's, uh, most people I find are very professional and just want to do their job. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just approach it from that. You know? Michael, what... Um if, you, if someone's listening to our show and let's say they wanted to break into your kind of work, what, what advice can you give them? To you how to get getting started? into photography? You yeah, well, your, your kind of photography, you know, red carpet. Um, well, it <laughs> starts small. I mean, this is, you know, like I said, there's loads and loads of photographers in this business as it is. And so it is very difficult, you know, to break in, you know, especially on a level like Getty. You know, I mean, that's the top of the top. Um, but there are still a lot of smaller agencies that are still around, um, that aren't necessarily going to get the best spots on the red carpet, you know, but it is a good place to start. It's where you learn the craft and you learn the rules and you learn the, the players, you know, involved in that sort of thing. And so you build the groundwork for when you are able to make the step up to, say, you know, someone like Film Magic or Wire Image, you know, or Getty or some uh, an agency mm-hmm. like that. And, and uh, Lisa, do you have any advice for people that want to get into your line of work? Hmm. <laughs> That's a tough no. one. I don't know. You're a publicist too, aren't you? <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you mean in terms of red carpet PR and that sort of thing? Yeah, like if someone, you know, a lot of um, young people want to get into the whole Hollywood scene and, and uh, it sounds so exciting. And how, how do they get started? I mean, what's to be a publicist doing this. Um, I would suggest if they're young and, you know, either in school or, or just finished school or not going to school, whatever, I would suggest internships. Mm-hmm. at some of the big PR firms, because they all do them, mm-hmm. and uh, they will make you their, you know, biatch, yeah. <laughs> and, and send you uh-huh. everywhere and make you do everything. And that's the best way to get your feet wet. Yeah. I mean, really, you learn the, the ropes of every aspect of PR that way. Right. That's what I would suggest, just because it's, it's the quickest, fastest way to learning if you even want to do it. Well, this has been amazing, and I, you know, I realize how boring my life is. I talk to people like you, <laughs> but um, it's, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And um, again, their websites are Michael Tulberg. It's Michael and then T U L L B E R G dot com. And Lisa is at www.j-associates.com. And J is J E Y. Guys, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, listeners, don't forget to uh, relate to your public, whoever they may be. I want to thank my executive producer and my wonderful um, engineer. Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll be back next time. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thanks again for listening to PR Insider with your host, Maureen Kettis. PR Insider is brought to you by Cision. 
helping communications experts navigate the sea of social media. Visit them on the web at us.cision.com. And make sure you join us again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Network. Have a great week. We'll be right back. 